Why is divorce so hard? You know, I've talked to so many matrimonial attorneys and they all say pretty much the same thing. They say once they get a look at the assets of a couple and once they see how many kids they have and their lifestyle, they can pretty much tell how the divorce is gonna shake out within certain parameters. And that's because the law has very clear defined parameters about how couples can end their relationship and divide up their assets and manage parenting. And often these same matrimonial attorneys do not understand why it takes so long for the couple to get it. The couple themselves, when they're getting divorced, they're totally baffled why the process takes so long. They accuse the attorneys of ripping them off. They accuse the attorneys of making them fight more so that the attorneys can make more money. But the truth is that most matrimonial attorneys would rather have a shorter divorce and a happier client because they get more business that way. They're really not interested in stretching it out and sucking you dry. So why is divorce so hard? If it's so clear cut, if it's so simple, and here's why. The process of divorce, the legal process is completely out of sync with the emotional process of divorce. So let me say that again. The legal process and the attorneys and the judges and everyone who participates in that arena, they're out of sync with the emotional process of the couple. Now that's not completely true. Some attorneys are well-trained and know how to get in there and really help their clients with their feelings. But let's face it, most attorneys are trained to do what? Practice law. They're not therapists. They're not coaches. It's just not their job, most of them. I can think of at least one who's got a good grounding in human relations. She's amazing and I'm married to her, but we'll talk about her another day. So let's talk about where do divorces start? Divorces are grounded in, I wanna get out. I'm done with this. I'm so sick of you. This is over. Or on the other end, how could you do this to me? I can't believe you're leaving me. I'm so furious with you for leaving me. There's so much emotion involved. And usually both parties, what they want is out. They want it done. They wanna turn off the show. They wanna click the clicker and go to a happy life. But the problem, of course, is we can't go to a happy life. We go, we can't go to a happy life when we're sucked up in being unhappy. So another way to put it is what goes around comes around, what we put out comes back to us. So here you have this couple and they're in this emotional state, which is a mix of sadness, betrayal, anger, frustration, bewilderment, all these feelings swirling around in either side of this couple. They individually go to their attorneys. I want a divorce. You got to put a stop to it. The first thing the attorney says is, let me see your numbers. How many kids do you have? What's the value of your home? I mean, the attorney where the attorney goes is money, lifestyle, number of children. Do you want to have, I don't think they call it custody anymore, but do you, you know, do you want to have, make, be the prime decision maker, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the couple surrenders to the attorney because the attorney knows what to do except the attorney does not know what to do about their emotional state. And what attorneys have noted to me again and again is that they move along in the divorce process and then they get stuck. And where they get stuck is where one person says, oh yeah, they can have this, they can have this, but they can't have 
that piece of stickly furniture, that was my mother's. And the person on the other side says, you gave me that stickly furniture as a birthday present. Yeah, well, but my mother gave it to me so you and you betrayed me so you can't have it anymore. No, 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 no. You gave it to me and they fight and they pay their attorneys three, four, five, six hundred dollars an hour to fight over a piece of furniture that's worth maybe three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, five dollars, maybe even a couple of grand. But they spend so much more fighting over that piece of stickly furniture. And the reason is that it's not about the money. It's not about the furniture. It's about winning. It's about not letting them get you again. And what happens is, as the agenda of the court system becomes mixed with the emotional agenda of the couple, the material gets mixed up with the emotional and it all gets jumbled and conjoined. And all of a sudden, something that could take a year or less to end becomes two, three, four years I know one guy, it took him 10 years. In fact, he started software to help people divide their assets. It's the founder of SplitSmart. He was in a 10-year divorce. Just could not get it done. Unbelievably painful. Imagine spending 10 years of your life in conflict over ending something. that you, The whole idea was you wanted out. You wanted it to be done. You wanted it to be finished. But instead, you were in there for 10 years. And I think that's the other part. The other thing that makes divorce so hard is we go into it saying, I want to end it. Bam, I just want to end it. I want to push a button and have a new life. But the process, even under ideal circumstances, takes months. Even under ideal circumstances, there's no just ending it. And so there's this constant tension between what the participants want and what the system itself allows. So how do you resolve this? How do you resolve this? One way might be that all lawyers should be required to take psychology classes, except that the fact of the matter is that people who work with the law are not always ideally suited to do emotional work. And as a mental health practitioner, I can certainly tell you that I'm not ideally suited to practice law. So what's another possible solution? Another possible solution is a partnership between law and mental health. Or at the very least, if you're in the divorce process and you find yourself in this situation, you find yourself wanting it to be done, but your emotions aren't keeping up with the legal process. And so the legal process is actually drawn out and costing you more. You can reach out to someone like me who works with people and helps them to work through the emotional side so that they are not fighting over that piece of stickly furniture so that they understand that any agreement they come to about child custody is probably going to change as the children's needs change and as your feelings towards one another change so that you actually stop being totally enraged with one another or more important you stop being angry with them so here's the other side of it is this process can actually be short-circuited if just one person moves emotionally with the divorce process it's not that both people need to move with it just one if one person learns to let go of the successes of the marriage that they're losing, the promises of the marriage that they're losing, the dreams that they had that they're losing that were validated to some extent until they got to, up to the time where it seemed like divorce was the best move. They're willing to let go of the good parts. And if one person is willing to let go of the hurt and the betrayal 
and the frustration and the blame and the anger, if one person is ready to surrender and forgive, it makes a huge, 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 huge difference. And the problem, of course, is most of us don't know how to do that very well. If one person can do those things and then get re-involved with their own values and principles and re-engage in, in their own vision for their own future, especially when their children are involved, they can get re-engaged with their vision for the family as a future. Once they get past the anger and get to forgiveness, they can get to the place where when there's children involved, guess what? There is no get out of my life. There is no I want to stop being in this relationship. There's just, I'm now going to be in a relationship with you from separate places. In fact, the reason why divorce is really so hard is we want something that even the legal system can't deliver. And that is, we want out, but there is no out. There's just distance. Do you know what I mean by that? I can't tell you how many people have come to work with me after they've gotten divorced because the person on the other side still is toxic in some way, still is poisonous, and they are responding, they're hooked. They're still getting into fights with them. They're living in separate homes. They have new partners in their lives. You, both people have new partners in their lives and they're still fighting and they're still arguing and they're still putting their kids in the middle. I can't tell you how many people have come to me because of that. And it's because they still haven't gotten it that there is no ending the relationship. There's only changing it. There's, and the only way to change it is to release, let go, re-envision, reinvest, and start over. And again, if only one person does that, it makes it so much easier for the children. So that one person also isn't gonna be as triggered or as hooked that every time the other person says something uh, provocative to them, they're not gonna jump in because they've learned how not to. They've under, they understand what's wrong or what's missing on the other side, that they're not gonna engage in it. And they're not gonna engage in it because it's not healthy for them or healthy for the children. It's still painful that that goes on, but they don't. And because something not healthy is going on the other side there, they're also tasked with equipping the children with how to deal with what's going on over there without finger pointing, right? Because <clears throat> another destructive thing for children is when you say, you know, your dad is a real jerk and I'm gonna teach you how to deal with jerks. That just isn't helpful. Or your mom is such a you know what, and I'm gonna teach you how to deal with you know what. It's not helpful to the children because the children need to have the healthiest possible view of both parents. So instead, the person who forgives, releases, moves on, creates a new vision for their future is tasked with teaching the children how to deal with, let's say the other person is a pathological liar. They have to teach them what the value of honesty is and how honest people deal with dishonest people without ever finger pointing. And what to do if a grown-up, if they think a grown-up is lying to them and how to handle it so that they don't get attacked. Because typically when pathological liars are poked, accused, are questioned, they get a little explosive. That is a lot to learn. There's a lot involved there. And that's not something that the legal system or attorneys are equipped to help you with for the most part. And so if you're in this position, if you're in a divorce, if you're post-divorce and there's still blame and anger and breach of trust and all that happening, please get some help, call someone. You can reach out to me at rich at richinrelationship.com.
and I will help you to move from that place of anger, blame, distrust, being in reaction. The worst part is being like feeling like your buttons are being pushed. I can help you move from that to a place where you are clear on what you want and no longer in reaction. You're proactive. I can help you to have a vision for your future for you and your children that is happy and fulfilling and where your needs and talents are met and developed and their needs and talents are met and developed. Or go to richinrelationship.com to learn more about our programs. Thank you. And I hope you now understand why divorce is so hard.